0: see a person institute is a research and training institute using collaborative dialogical practices to rebuild lives here we see you as a person not as a diagnosis that may have defined or limited you in the past here we believe in you the narratives of pain and suffering our clients begin with are transformed into conversations honoring their innate strengths resilience and hope for the future this podcast is to inspire and share stories of hope and healing for both people who suffer and the people that are trying to support them. Hi everyone, um, it's uh, everyone here at Now I See a Person Institute. Um, I'm Emma McIntosh and we've also got Dr Susan Swin and David Abramovich, Um, and today we are talking about a a great, great person um, called Tom Anderson. Um, We use him and his ideas a lot in the work that we do, and uh, Dr Swim had the pleasure of working with him, and uh, I think you're going to tell us a little bit about him, Dr Swim. Yeah.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Emma. So um, it was 15 years ago that he passed away and we thought that it would be um, it would be wonderful to be able to talk about him in this podcast and how much um, he not only um, influenced me as a very young therapist, but my whole life and Now I See a Person Institute. And I think all the people that have studied at Now I See a Person Institute. Um, And in the 90s, I was very interested in researching something called process ethics. And process ethics really came into my mind about what is the right and good for clients and therapy from my association with Tom Anderson and Harry Galician and of course Harlene Anderson and you know the the early 80s were very very exciting times at the Eastern Galveston Institute and we constantly had um, Tom visiting from Norway and and adding his ideas to the philosophical stance that, um, we all use as collaborative dialogical practitioners. So um, in 2001, I had the opportunity to do a special edition for the Journal of um, Strategic Therapies, And I had asked Tom to be one of the con- contributors. And I really loved what he wrote about the ontology of ethics. So all of the things that we try to promote of is the most foremost importance is the ethics at Now I See a Person Institute and the ethics of being in relationship with the person that comes to us or the people that come to us. We prefer not to call them clients um because that indicates that there's deficiency in someone um what we feel that we're mutual participants and helping people to heal from very severe pain symptoms and trauma that has put their lives on hold and i can still remember in the very beginning when we were doing the reflecting team that one of the things that Tom would do at the end of each session is that he would invite the client to talk about how that session was for them. So for example, was there anything that perhaps wasn't talked about, that if we had this time together to spend talking again, were there things they would have wanted to talk about differently? And so, It was wonderful ways to see that we were indeed on an ethical track with our clients and that we didn't have our own prejudices or our own eagerness to solve problems for somebody and actually putting that that person out of the picture. And um, so I I guess right now I'd like to turn it over to David and Emma because I think they've heard a lot about Tom um, through the Institute.
2: Yeah, um my impression of um Tom and his work is that um it's always sort of in the back of my mind, you know, when I'm meeting a client um for the first time especially and listening to to what they have to say and really listening um with you know, listening with my ears or seeing with my ears like Tom described it um, and not rushing and pacing and letting the client tell me their story. And really in, in, in that process, um, I'm showing the client respect and kindness for for their narrative and their experience and what they've gone through. And I think it's so important um, not just uh as a therapist but as a client because i think clients know when you're when you're listening and when they have your undivided attention and um when you are the care um is uh, is is apparent and i think that uh uh you know tom's teachings um are, are pervasive throughout the therapeutic process. Um, but for me, at the beginning, it's crucial because um, it accomplishes so much. It accomplishes, um, you know, you really listening and seeing what's going on, the client feeling really heard and cared for. And... Um, you know it sets the tone for the rest of the therapeutic process in healing to occur.
0: Yeah I totally agree with that David. I I I guess I I have really picked up from Tom Henderson's work and you Dr. Swim and David um that you know listening to people's conversations we have to come from a place of acceptance and compassion um I guess so they can so people feel um at ease and feel that they can have a free discussion about their thoughts about um how they're relating to the world their family community um, and that there's no judgment from us you know there's no that you can kind of get people to talk freely where they they because i guess through talking they can they can discover these things about themselves um if if um we're all in a place of acceptance and non non judgment um so i think that's something that i've really taken away from tom's work and also a bit what a bit like what david was saying that you need to really See and hear clients, um, or not clients. Sorry, you need to see and hear people that you're in conversation with. Um, you you know, like have those slow, thoughtful responses. Um, lets people. I guess it gives them you. It gives you more of a thoughtful. Um, that you're really seeing and hearing those. You're kind of coming from a place of curiosity, um because if you think that you're being clever or you have to respond quickly, you're gonna close people down pretty quickly. Um, so that's certainly something that I've learned from you guys and, and obviously reading Tom's work, I never had the pleasure of meeting Tom, but um, definitely um, uh, things that shine through and now I see a person is, is compassion. Um, So and we definitely have that for people that we're in conversations with. So,
1: yeah. So this is wonderful. I just want to take the end to um, cite a few things that Tom wrote and um, the journal Systemic Therapies in 2001. And the title of his short piece was called Ethics Before Ontology Words. And at the very end, he talks about He talks about Harry Galician, and he says, Harry Galician, an American Armenian and a friend to many of us, used to say, you shall not be occupied with what you do because so much works, but you could be occupied with a very few things you shall not do. What I think is most important not to do is to humiliate others. We have to look in the eyes of the other to be sure we're not humiliating her or him. And I think that really encompasses the work that we do. We really try to honor these sacred conversations that we have with clients who, sorry, again, I said clients too, oh my goodness, um, with people who have incredible trauma and how do we talk with them in a way that doesn't make them feel worse than they did when they first came in to see us? How do we talk with them in ways that we mutually find avenues of hope and change to occur? It's because therapy is a mutual process. It's not a therapy that I do to somebody process. So thank you for listening to us today. And um, we will continue to bring you some thoughts about what is important to us and our work and um and ideas that we think are important in our iccp program as well thank you so much